Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, and welcome back to the Forgiveness series on the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I am your host, Abigail Gazda. And we are already halfway through 2020. So I just want to say that (laughs) in case you forgot. We've been running this series and then running the interviews. And this year is just absolutely flying by. So I wanted to sort of check in with you. Uh, We have two more episodes to this forgiveness series. And then I'm going to be doing a little life update episode coming up soon. So I'm really excited to sort of just check in with you. And I would love to quite literally check in with you. If you are a listener from wherever you are in the world, I would love to connect on Instagram. That's probably the most direct place to connect with me. Would love to hear a life update. How are you doing? How's it going? How's it going listening into this season? We are in season five, year four. We crossed over 53,000 downloads uh, in over 80 countries. And it's just fascinating because... I love looking at those numbers and knowing that each download is one of you listening, spending some of your time with me. And I just so deeply appreciate that. And um, specifically during this forgiveness series, because it's work that I do almost every day for myself and then also with clients. And today's episode abandonment and trust issues is a very popular conversation in many of my calls. And as per usual, this content is not something you're going to find in a textbook. This is my perception of reality, my perception of emotional intelligence process, the emotional maturation process. And so you may have heard other information elsewhere that claims one thing or another, and that's totally fine. And I'm, I hope it never occurs that I claim to know it all. I claim to know what I know, and I claim to know what I have worked with, dealt with myself and with others. And this little disclaimer isn't prompted by anything uh, or anyone or any feedback. It's just simply coming from my heart. And I guess I want to say very specifically, this is work that is best done one-on-one and It is so common that I can share it with these broad strokes and in a very general way. And if it doesn't exactly resonate with you, that's totally understandable. And um, if the one-on-one work would empower you or move you deeper into this process, then of course, you know, reach out, reach out. Um, You could request a discovery call or just again, reach out on Instagram. I am Instagale and we can connect and you can sort of share what you're, what you got out of this, what you're getting out of the forgiveness series. Uh, I have not done the forgiveness series in the first four seasons. I think simply because of the content, it is so unique to each person. And yet again, so common. I don't mean to sound redundant, but I know how important it is and how everybody deals with whatever layers of lack of forgiveness, of grudges, of resentment. Some of it is more subtle and subconscious. Some of it's more obvious and apparent and you're aware of it. And when it comes to abandonment and trust issues, I think I labeled this episode, learning how to trust again. Inside of the episode, I want to talk about trust issues. 
And so we're going to dive right into that right now. Some of the main work, some of the, at least the start of the work is to get really, really clear about who or what caused the trauma. Now you might also, you're like, I don't have abandonment issues. I don't have trust issues. Okay, great. And where do you, are you cautious of others, of a higher power, of the outcomes? Like the outcomes is a big one because people have decided the way things are and the way things go. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about as well. So it's not necessarily or specifically trusting other people or not trusting a certain kind of someone or feeling all alone and abandoned. It's these different subtleties and layers that we'll we'll talk about. So if you are more aware of it, that's great. But some of the characteristics of trust or abandonment struggles or wounding might look like feeling unlovable or being a burden or just straight up like fearful of people leaving you. Um, You might struggle with feelings of loneliness. There is a very typical to me, very typical characteristic of somebody with trust and abandonment stuff, which is like just an overall anxiety or paranoia. And it has a lot to do with a fear of things not working out or a concern about like the other shoe dropping or things falling apart. Or there's this, I always refer to it as like braced for impact, but this sort of trauma response, this contraction or, or again, being braced for disappointment, like conditioned and trained for disappointment. And so um, those are all really popular, common to me signs of these issues or wounds. And so when someone's struggling, and usually a popular way that someone won't recognize that it's, we could call it abandonment or trust issues, is that it's mostly coming through as complaint. So I can't, you know, I can't count on anybody or nobody comes through for me or nobody checks in on me or um, I'm all alone, you know, all these things around feeling very unsupported, uh, that might be, we're usually focused on the physical aspect of that in the physical realm, meaning other people don't show up for me. I can't rely on anybody. I'm all alone. I'm unsafe, whatever that might be. But also that galactic or cosmic or spiritual version, which is there as if there's no force in favor of you, whether it be God and the unconditional love or universe and that those synchronicities and the spiritual support or the quinky dinks and all of that luck, right? Things working out for you, um, protection, guardian, the angels, guidance, clarity, direction, purpose. So these are also can be tied to these trust and abandonment issues. Now it's again, broad strokes people, right? Like I'm not trying to do this all encompassing thing. I'm, I'm presenting it it's very interesting. I no- I noticed myself like prefacing all this information a little bit extra today. Not sure why, um, just tapping into whatever I'm tapping into. And so uh, trusting it to flow through. So again, this is a very broad stroke description and it's an opportunity to look at, hmm, how do these specific wounds play a part in my relationship with myself, people, the world, circumstances, whatever. Okay. So 
I want to go back to that original question, who or what caused the trauma? So if I have a client in a phone call complaining about this, that, and the other, I will almost always ask them to, let's find the root for that. Where did this start? It might be starting as a complaint. A lot of times if a client comes overwhelmed about a lot of things, it's like, ooh, let's drop into the body. What's going on in your body? Because you're having a physical experience, like a bodily experience of I'm not safe. And it starts to manifest in multiple circumstances and relationships to where then a client might come to a call complaining about a lot of things. And when that's happening, I simply recognize that they are spun up in something going on, like a wound being is sort of like a rash. And so we look at the actual rash and we look at like what that feeling is and what those symptoms are. Uh, what the energies are around it. And then we try to go backwards. Where did that feeling start? Because the feeling is going to be a better guidance system than your current circumstances of of a fight with your husband or a or a miscommunication with your mom or, or a trouble at work or whatever it is. Those are all current manifestations. And we want to look at the original root, right? Now, once we are able to go back, so my question to you, if you want to take this on as work is who or what caused your trauma? And and then I would like to validate that is you have the right to your experience, the feeling of abandonment. You have the right to feel abandoned by your dad who left, who by your mom who neglected you, by your uh, siblings who, you know, left you out or criticized you by your classmates, whatever, wherever, however. Um, You have the right to your feeling. And so many of us were invalidated in our experience of our trauma. Something hurt us or made us sad. and, And then someone else told us it shouldn't, or we are overreacting, or don't act that way, or don't cry about that, or, you know, we don't cry around here, whatever. Or it was normalized. Well, nobody has a dad or, I mean, that's a very uh, specific one, but like, and actually that's, it's really important because I I worked with a client who was physically abused a lot and physical abuse was prevalent in the family. So she genuinely thought that if emotions are expressed, physical abuse follows. And so she that was very normal in her life and so she thought that was true for for the world for everybody and so in her adult years she made fun of her emotions or other people's emotions to negate it to not face the threat of physical abuse or and obviously if physical abuse wasn't present in the current reality it was still present in her emotional reality right and so there's all these different layers to this and so you have the right to your experience we don't want to take that away but you do have the responsibility to heal it okay because it's the invalidating that then suppresses it that then further causes it to manifest in your life because you're not addressing it. So when we try to invalidate our experience or make it no big deal or just hurry up and get over it, true forgiveness isn't possible. Processing it is what makes forgiveness available and the release, right? Like your literal liberation from this experience and these manifestations. And so you have that responsibility to heal. 
And and that is shadow work. You might really like the emotional intelligence series for shadow work. Um, or shadow work is I talk about it in there, but I also talk about like a lot of the process of emotional intelligence and evolution. So shadow work is taking a look at the darker sides of you or the the wounding that has been put into the shadow that we never pulled out to really look at and process. And something that I'd like to invite you to take on, again, if you're going to turn this into work, and I'm just going to be really straight up, we're going to go over 15 minutes today. I'm already at 13 or 14. Um, and so you might take on the finishing the sentences, people are dot, 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 the world is dot, dot, dot. So people are untrustworthy. People leave. People die. People are liars. People are flaky. People can't be trusted. People act this certain way at this under these certain circumstances, right? Like, so you have a lot of beliefs about people and they have come from the ways that you've been hurt by people or the way that you've observed people hurt each other, right? Maybe your abandonment issue actually comes from the way you saw your father treat your mother or your mother treat your father or your grandparents, you know? So it's, it's sometimes it was direct and sometimes it was indirect. You might have learned it by watching the news at a very young age and seeing all the different news reports. So it's like, it could be secondhand conclusions as opposed to you. And another one might be seeing, so the one that comes to me in this moment, which is like watching your parents care for your grandparents and making assumptions about the cost of that or the burden of that or, and it could be a real gift, right? Like that you had your grandparents, um, you were so involved or they were so involved with you. But the, what I'm looking at right now is the way we end up abandoning ourselves, okay? Now we observe this, this is so subtle, and we observe this in other people. So I guess I didn't know quite clearly why that grandparent um, example was coming through, but if we watch our parents sacrifice their health, wealth, and well-being to care for a grandparent per se, and then we that's what we've observed or we observe like a martyr mother who cares for literally everyone and she's left tired and ragged and angry and resentful and she takes it out on you well then you've learned we what we do is we abandon ourselves for others and we become trained people pleasers this is where it gets really tricky and this is the adulthood responsibility for you is the question to answer in what ways are you now abandoning yourself do you trust yourself? And I don't mean, do you trust yourself to survive? I mean, do you trust your own word? When you say something, are you going to do it? Or are you probably going to fall through on your, your commitment? Do you abandon your health and well-being? Are you ignoring? what? In what ways are you ignoring yourself? Are you ignoring your finances? Are you ignoring your vices? Meaning like, you know, you, you smoke and you know you shouldn't, but you just ignore that. That's abandonment. You're abandoning your body, your health. You're not caring for yourself the way you know to. I'm careful to say this, and I say it boldly, is like if you smoke, specifically, I'm going to stick with smoking, there is zero, zero health benefits to smoking cigarettes. And and if you smoke cigarettes, I still love you, and you are abandoning your health. 
and you're abandoning the longevity of your life. And so if you take a look at that, why would you do that to yourself? And this isn't meant to have you feel guilty or feel shamed or I'm not, it's not, that's not the intention. It's to really look at what has you do that. And because we all have something for me right now, it's sugar. <laughs> I love me some sugar and I'll, I, I know I can do without that in a, in a lot of different ways. And, and so why do I do that to myself? Why do I abandon my health, longevity, my mental clarity, my organ function for an Oreo cookie, for the extra cupcake. And so I have to to really take a look at that because the more I've done that throughout my life in sobriety, in celibacy, in business, in spirituality, the more that I've released the things that do not serve me, the less I've abandoned myself, the more I've paid attention to myself, the more self-loving, the more confident, the more clear, the more focused, the more successful, the more prosperous. So there is true, I'm not trying to talk you in or out of anything, but actually uh, I'm gonna move into the next point that I wanna make, which is what's predictable. What's predictable if you continue to abandon yourself? Um, because once we move beyond what happened to you or what someone else did to you, you have to face at some point you're now doing it to yourself because the past is the past. And the only place that the past exists is in your memory and in your current thoughts where you bring it back to reality, right? And again, super clear. This is not to minimize your trauma or what you've been put through, but it is your responsibility to heal that. And I'm going to say something about shadow work and evolution and emotional intelligence. You're going to heal it once and then you're going to heal it again and again and again and again. Your wounds, your egos, your fears, your insecurities, they morph with you. They morph with you. They evolve with you. I'm going to use a super speed example. Um, you may have even heard me share this, but with finances, this is where I have experienced the most you know, tangible and measurable evolution. I went from making, you know, right out of college around $30,000 a year. And that was pretty much the same in my teaching career. I went from like 35 to 36. And then when I went into gym management, I started making in the forties and fifties. And then when I, um, I went into construction, I was making it in the sixties. And, and then as I started to grow into my coaching business started back at zero. I was making like $13,000 and then 20 and then 40 and then 60 and then a hundred and then 150 and, um, thousand, <laughs> not just $150. Um, and so that is where, like I said, I can share the most tangible evolution is the finances have constantly gone up. Right. And for many years it went up and I was still broke. And so I realized after about five years of increasing my income while also still having debt and living paycheck to paycheck, I realized it is not about the income. It is about the woman managing the money. And I didn't necessarily like that truth when I first realized it. So then I started intentionally healing, right? And so actually I would like to bring the abandonment and trust issues into this and I'll come back to the money. Let me make, let me write down a note just so I don't be like, where was, where was I? Okay. Um, so the abandonment and trust, my parents, I love them very much and they are not 
financially literate. They don't care to understand money, manage it well. Um, and this is not a dig on them. It's, it, it's the, the, this was my experience. Again, I have the right to my experience and my responsibility to heal it. Right. So I did not observe my parents caring about money or prioritizing the management of it. My mom worked really, really hard. So did my dad. They both worked really, really hard for money. And when they got money, they spent it to their liking or their leisure. They gave Emily and I great lives. And yet didn't do much in the way of, um, I know my mom saved, but like didn't look at at or manage the savings to really multiply and work for her. On the other hand, I had the example of my grandfather who was very money conscious and um, attempted to, you know, help me understand money. However, I learned much more and observed from my parents because they had more of an influence on me. And so um, for a long time, I just made money and spent it, lived paycheck to paycheck, uh, spent more than I made, like all those natural habits and the matching beliefs around, you know, um, money goes faster than it comes. It's hard to save. It's hard to earn, yada, 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 right? So then I start finally healing and, um, oh, abandonment. Let's talk about that real quick. They sort of like abandoned or didn't trust money. My dad, we had plenty of beliefs around like money being the root of all evil and it makes people power hungry or less human or, you know, whatever. So I had, as I evolved, I would ignore money and try to survive it basically. And it got to the breaking point where I couldn't. And so I had to start learning about it and I had to start facing all of these wounds and beliefs and fears and concerns. So as I started to grow um, and heal that stuff, I also started to make more. But then making more reignited deeper layers of the same beliefs Okay. So let's say like money is the root of all evil was, was like the immature version of it or the underdeveloped version of it. But as I started to make over a hundred thousand dollars a year, the belief that was in alignment with that was like rich people are selfish. Rich people are assholes. Um, they are, you know, inconsiderate or self-centered. Like, so, so it was an evolution about around like money is evil that, rich people are also evil. So I don't want to be evil. So I don't want to be rich, right? So there's all these layers. So I would abandon, I would, I abandon my potential and my earning power and my impact really, because I would only allow myself to be so successful as to not earn a certain amount of money. And I could give myself away poor. I would coach for free or discount everything just because I still wanted to do my work, but I wasn't able to make a living doing it. So it was super, can you hear the self-sabotage layered into this, right? So, and maybe you're, you're understanding this and you're like, oh my God, I do that, you know, and you can look in different areas because I mean, the examples are endless folks. I'm thinking about relationship, right? If we saw terrible marriages in our childhood, we generated certain beliefs about husbands and wives and and marriage and relationship. And then we also, we abandon, we have fear. And so when we decide to have a relationship or marriage, you're going to uproot all of the parts of you that disagree with the fact, the idea that you can have 
a healthy, sustainable, loving, caring relationship with someone who values you and adores you and prioritizes you, you better believe that if you're going to choose and declare a healthy, fulfilled life, you are going to uproot your abandonment and trust issues. And so you, because you'll, it will become an option to abandon relationship in order to not face the consequences that you've observed throughout your life. These, this is what I mean about how subtle and subconscious um, these trust and abandonment issues can be. And so I want to teach another concept called past projecting. I may have taught this before, but this is another great opportunity to sort of refresh it. And also, I just want to say that if this next point resonates with you, you might really want to check out the Law of Attraction series and the Universal Law series. So past projecting, um, I'm going to say it as simply as possible, you project what happened in your past, whether that to you or you've observed, you project that into your future. You say, it went this way before, it is going to go that way again. And then you pretty much declare a self-fulfilling prophecy of whatever shit you're talking about. And I'm ta- I say shit on purpose because it's usually, I saw this trauma, this tragedy, this letdown, this whatever breakdown happen, and I don't want to experience that again. Therefore, I'm going to not do anything that would cause that type of outcome again. Can you hear how incredibly limiting that can be for your life? Again, your income, your relationships, your health, your well-being. Oh, I started working out and I sprained my ankle or I fell and broke my arm, so I'm never going to work out again. I'm never going to try that thing again. When in fact, it might be the most fulfilling thing you've ever done and you just came up against some resistance. I have a client right now who's had restarted her health journey and she broke her foot. And we talked about, oh, what a beautiful manifestation of resistance, right? Like this is a chance to recommit to the declared outcome. Do you really want this? I'm going to be careful about saying being tested by the universe because you are held by a supportive universe and one that's going to ask you to commit and recommit and recommit and recommit beyond all obstacles in the 3D realm. And so, yes, you may feel tested at times. When I declare I'm going to live a cash-only lifestyle with hundreds of thousands in the bank, I might get a big bill or a costly expense that I didn't anticipate or I forget to budget something or whatever or a big tax bill. Like It's very predictable, but those aren't meant to discourage you. They're meant to encourage you to recommit. Again, I use that financial example because I'm committed to a really amazing and prosperous financial life that allows me to give my gift to the world. And yes, I can give my gift to the world for free. And I also like to like eat and sleep in comfort and have luxury and (laughs) massages every week. So, and I'm allowed to have that, right? And you're allowed to have this beautiful dream life that you want and you don't have to abandon yourself. You don't have to live any way that someone else projects. This is another big one. Other people will project their limiting beliefs and you will abandon your beliefs. I'm currently working on a really big project, which I almost just spilled the beans and I will sooner than later, but I'm working on this big project I can't believe I almost just blurted it out. And so stay tuned because in just a few weeks, I'm going to be sharing that big life announcement. But 
So I'm working on this project and a lot of people are telling me what can and can't be done or how what I see is, oh, you can't, you know, oh, this is going to be hard or, oh, how are you going to do that? And it's like, get your shit away from me. (laughs) It's hilarious. You know why though? Because I refuse to abandon myself, my desires, my dreams, my beliefs, my ideas, and beyond that, what I feel called to do. What if Ford believed that you couldn't produce a five-cylinder engine or a six-cylinder? Y'all, I don't speak car, but um, they kept saying, it can't be done, it can't be done, it can't be done, it can't be done, and he refused to believe it refused. And now look at Ford Motors is still here hundreds of years later, right? And so is it hundreds? Probably a hundred. <laughs> Sorry guys. I am not a history buff by any means. And I'm really showing my cards here. <laughs> it's one of the better examples of Ford was someone who refused to believe in other people's limitations and obstacles. And so stop abandoning. In conclusion, Stop abandoning yourself, your calling, your beliefs, your higher power never abandons. And I'm talking about whatever higher power you want to believe in. And even if you're agnostic or atheist or in whatever way, your gut, your intuition never abandons you. You might abandon it. You might stop listening for a time. You might stop tapping in. You might stop journaling. You might stop doing your mirror work. You might stop meditating. You might stop listening but it never stops speaking to you. It never stops offering to you. Your guidance system is within. And so just because you've observed abandonment or mistrust or betrayal does not mean that then what there is to do is betray yourself, mistrust yourself, mistrust others. And I want to make sure that I add that because a lot of us do that thing. We say, okay, I'm going to trust I'll try. And then someone disappoints us and we go, see, I knew it. I shouldn't. You guys, if I can offer you one thing and it's not what most people want to hear, it's not going to fit on a motivational plaque somewhere, is shit happens. People disappoint. People die. People go away. Things fall apart. It's not even meant to be bad. It's not at you, to you, about you. And that has nothing to do with what's possible in your life. Grieving, there's plenty of episodes about processing and feeling and grieving. And as far as this being a forgiveness series episode, I'm inviting you, this is very much about you. But if we can forgive and release the people that abandoned us and broke our trust and betrayed us, if we could forgive them enough to release them, we have an opportunity to focus on ourselves. I'm going to sort this out with you as I say it. We don't want to trust ourselves simply in spite of someone's betrayal or abandonment. You can, but it's that's usually a fix or a um, rebellion, and it's not super authentic. In fact, a lot of people make it to a lot of amazing heights in rebellion, like a big fuck you to somebody who hurt them. I've even been there, done that. The problem with that though, is it's not sustainable and it's not fulfilling. You'll make it to the top of that mountain peak. And and again, you'll be able to say, fuck you for hurting me or for what you did. Look at, I'm successful after all the pain you caused me. Dad, mom, ex, whoever, sibling. And then 
you realize that was all to show someone else something. It wasn't about you. It wasn't even about what you wanted. You might think you want something. You might think you want it when really you want to prove yourself. And in those cases, you're still abandoning your genuine self and what you might really want. You might not care anything about that achievement you're aiming for. When in reality, what you really want is to rest. What you really want is peace and centeredness and connection. Oh my God, you want connection. (laughs) Most of us do. You want love, maybe some money, (laughs) right? You want to be successful in your own right. And have you really taken the time to define that? Or have you abandoned yourself and focused only externally because you haven't forgive appropriately? You haven't released appropriately. Take a really serious look at that because you can definitely uh, release yourself from a lot of a lot of obligations, a lot of a lot of mountains to climb and get some rest and enjoy your life and smell some flowers and play with some children and lay in the sun and take a freaking day off, you know? Have some fun. Stop abandoning yourself. And whatever those answers were to people are in the world is like people are whatever forgive people. We're doing our best and do your best to drop those beliefs and and welcome in a new possibility. People are fun. People are loving. People are hurt and not in a bad way, but pay more attention. Nurture more people. Nurture yourself. You're hurt. We're hurt. We're all walking around hurt in our own way and we're all healing in our own way. And the world is, do you want to really live by the world is threatening. The world is crazy. The world is falling apart. The world is going to shit. Like, do you really want to manifest more of that belief for yourself? Or do you want to manifest the world is absolutely fascinating. The world is beautiful. The ecosystem is harmonious and working in perfect timing. The world is a giant place to adventure. Humanity's playground, a sacred space an intelligent rock floating through space, whatever you want to come up with, start to create a really new, beautiful, empowering narrative that's actually going to excite you to move forward in your life. Mm, I really could go on. We're at 37 minutes today. This was fun. And I love you so much. And I'm really happy to be here with you. Like I said, I miss you. We've been so wrapped up in the series and the interviews. I really look forward to this life update. So be sure to stay tuning in. I would love to encourage you to subscribe if you haven't already. And I'd love to encourage you to review the podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcast, or you can head to Facebook and connect there. There you can leave a five-star review on Facebook as well. And honestly, the best one of the best things you can do to help or contribute is to um, share share these episodes with people, especially when you listen to one. If you ever think of someone while you're listening, send them the episode. It's so powerful. It's kind of like giving a little bundle of flowers. So (laughs) you guys, I love you so much. I love being here with you. I love this podcast. I love this movement, this mission, this message. Thank you for being here. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.